What's going on, everyone? This is Mike Sleater with the My Two Wheel Life podcast, powered by MX Store. I'm here with Blake Cobbin. Um, let's say the soon to be Aussie legend. Is that fair to say? <laughs> sure. Yeah, not quite, but no. anyhow. <laughs> Blake Cobbin's a, a young Grom, not that young anymore. He is an adult, so I can beat his ass on the track and his dad won't get that mad, but. Blake's a good kid. He's the athlete support coordinator for MX Store and a good friend of mine. Met him uh, years ago in America through Kaiela, and uh, yeah, he's here with me today, man. It's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good one, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna recap on some things that's been going on lately. Blake's a damn damn good rider, very accomplished himself. So it'll be a fun man. It's a fun one today. It's uh, before we get into it, there's people that support this podcast that. Would be, we wouldn't be able to do it if it wasn't for them, you know. Um, Intense Cycles being one of them. Man, I got my new Intense Sniper Fro. Thing looks so sick. Oh, man. It's so fast. Um, I've been – I was on this heavy training regimen, as you know, and then when it rained, it rained in Queensland for like – I'd say all of eastern Australia for like two and a half weeks. Yeah. I fell off the wagon, dude. I was like an alcoholic that started drinking again, which, <laughs> I mean, I was not drinking again. I was – just not doing anything because of the rain, yep. which I have a Zwift trainer. So being the person I am, I need shiny things to get excited. So I bought the new Sniper Fro from Intense Cycles. Five days. Can you believe it? Five days it only took to get from Temecula into my garage and riding at Narang this morning. So direct to consumer, if you want your own Intense Cycles, use Sleater underscore 10 for 10% off for your Intense Cycles. And I recommend... Check it out, the Intense Fro. Um, it's an epic uh, XC race model, the best of the best. Axis 12-speed electronic shifting, carbon dropper from Lev. I mean, Cody Fletcher and the team over there knocked it out of the park with the design. And obviously, Jeff Steber designed it, so that's rad. And when I'm riding my uh, Intense Cycles, I stay hydrated with Rhino Power electrolytes. And I think, Blake, you, you ride for Rhino Power? I do. Yeah, Lucky you, enough. Yeah, dude. So... If you want to stay, you know, acting like a gladiator using that pre-workout, use Sleater 15 for 15% off uh, Rhino Power. So support those that support you. They support this podcast. And my old ass trying to keep up with Blake on the track. So I use a lot of gladiator, a lot of motivation. And he just gets by with raw talent. But, man, thanks for coming on. It's later in the day here at MX Store. And we are uh, – it's – dude, it's been sick. COVID's gone away with the floods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got backed up with something else. And, uh, man, you got to – I got to chase you around. Um, you, you led the way. We caravaned up to uh, Conondale, man. Touch on some of the stuff we've been up to. And, unfortunately, Blake had a wrist injury at round one of the arena cross down south. And he's been out of riding, but he's getting dialed, getting our team built out here for amateur racing. And so, with that being said, he invited me up to go race the Sunny States up in uh, Conondale, man. How was that for you? Yeah, like, I think I had to show you what it was like, because that has to be one of, I think, everyone on the coast's favorite track to go to, just natural terrain, um, the track's unreal, and for the Sunny States, they produced a really, really good track, like, they tilled it and everything, so they put a lot of time into it. Um, the event was great. Dude, I it think. was sick. Yeah. Like, uh, me and Mace Man went up um, and rode Saturday, Vets and Ams, or Grom's ride Saturday. 
vets, women, and then the junior classes, right? Yeah. Saturday. And then the seniors and pros race Sunday. Yeah. I'm still – apologize. I'm still learning the lay of the land and race schedules and stuff. Um, but you say – everyone says natural terrain, natural terrain. Like, it had more jumps than I thought. It had some big, like, senders. Like, yeah. Like, long, long jumps. But it, I can say it exceeded all expectations. It was like a – what people think Loretta's is like yeah, is what Conardale is. It's got the element of the river, the green grass, but unlike Loretta's, it has elevation. It's a longer track. Um, the track was just over two minutes, I think, for me. Yep. Um, and it was dope, dude. Three moto format. I think we did seven laps, six laps. Yes, I believe so, yeah. Um, yeah, man, that was a really cool weekend. You had the MX Store booth going on, all your, your young riders. My son had an amazing time. Mason got better and better each lap. He couldn't even make it up the hills. It was so wet, the first moto. Yeah. We we did have some <laughs> rain out there beforehand, but they did a good job to get that out, get that off. Yeah. It was – the track is um, – they could have done a better job. Mother Nature opened up skies the night before, dumped down rain. It was a very – I've ridden Castillo Ranch a lot, and not many people have, so it's not a good correlation. Hmm. But it's got that dirt that's – like it looks perfect, a little slippery, and I tried to take some hot lines in the grass because you could. Yeah. And I almost fell on my ass, and then <laughs> I did fall on my ass in practice, and was my twirly kit was just freaking muddy. Um, but dude, I I still have battle wounds from my hands from two weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. And no, oh, we can just over a week ago, um, and I I felt so good to battle. Who was that, Chris? It was it Chris. I was battling the dude in the vet class, and he was a damn good rider, and he kept me on my toes. But I almost had the three-moto sweep. Yeah, I think he surprised you there in that last moto. Yeah, man. Creeped I, up on you and got you just before the finish. I, I fell down early like an idiot, came back, passed everyone, and like just like, I got this. And I was taking my time lapping some, some of the women because they were in their own race. I thought I'd be respectful. And, dude, he just snuck up on me and got me. Yeah. Um, but that's what's rad, man. I just love that. I had such a good experience. He was rad to race with him. All the vet guys are cool. Um, I'm meeting new people each and every time I race at these races. And I, I love to meet new people and check it out. Mason ended up second in 65C class, which I didn't even realize there was like a, a split classes. Yeah, so yeah, that was cool. He, yeah, he came with a little medal and, and some experience of a real motocross track with ruts and jumps. Um, but Connordale, um, I mean, honestly, cannot wait for the the Triple Crown finale for 125 Cup there in, in oh, July. It's going to be next level. I think everyone's excited now. Like the hype's already building for that round, and we haven't even done the first two yet. Speaking of it, this weekend 125 Cup. It's on QMP. Queensland Moto Park, it's on. Blake, you just came. You're you're back. You got released from the doctor. Yes. So we've got first ride on Thursday, and then. Are you going out to QMP? Uh no. I'm actually going to be at Stanmore. I have to do secret training. I can't be near you, dude. <laughs> Let's be riding your gas gas now through and through. New 450, new 125 gas gas. Yeah, lucky enough to get some support with uh through Paul Berwick cool. um up on the sunny coast and MPE. MPE. And he's doing your suspension as well. Yes. All that's rad. All in house. That's really really yep. cool, man. Um, you got any secret? Did you do anything to your 125? Oh, I can't can't talk about that oh man so <laughs> if you haven't seen the prep it's been fun man we have Corey creed luke reardon myself a bunch of other knuckleheads elijah 
down south. He's he's uh, Elijah Weiss. He's he's been awesome. He's making a trip over what twenty hours. Yep. Twenty hour trip to come up and race or this one twenty five cup. That's gonna be held during an open practice day at Queensland Moto Park. So two moto format during the morning and then the tracks open back up. So it should be a fun rad day. Um, let's just give out a shout out to the sponsors that supported this. Red Bull is involved. Yeah, that's Red cool. Bull, Red Bull came up with the overall purse. So thanks to Red Bull Australia for throwing down a big purse for the pros as well as SPP. Um, yeah, awesome billet product we sell here at MX Store. Gavin Neal's the whole crew over there stepping up. Um, FXR, I'm going to be wearing some new FXR gear. I think you're printing it before I pulled you out to come in here. Yeah. <laughs> Andy White, FXR, um, stoked on that. You were in Fly the weekend? I am in Fly. Yeah, yep. that's rad. Fly, Blake's an OG Fly guy. So um, we're pretty lucky at MX Store. We can kind of get a pick of the litter. Um, I've been wearing TLD, super stoked on that. Going to be jumping into some Fly stuff to on um, this weekend. I'm sorry, some FXR stuff this weekend. FXR for yourself, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just really highlighting all the stuff we sell. And, I mean, it's it's really – I've worn FXR before. It's good. Who else we got supporting the, the 125 Cup, Blake? Man, I think with the amount of people that are on board, it's hard to even list everyone yeah. in, in, in one little thing. Um, Whole just, Shot Awards. Just to have – yeah, the Whole Shot Awards with uh, Shred – um, with Mick, Mick Sinclair looking yep. after us there is unreal. $150 per whole shot, so he's put up $600 per event. Um, yeah, it's uh, Fly, um, FMF Vision's on board. Yep. Um, like I said, FXR is giving away gear to the top three finishing overall in the series. It's just, honestly, Ricky, old, old bad gal Spinks, has been <laughs> hustling. Been grinding. She's been grinding, getting this event to go off for us guys and, and gals that want to show up. We have right now 27 125 pros. 25 clubmen or vice versa in order but that's a lot of 125s to rip around the track so it's going to be a lot of fun and you know what stoked to have them on the podcast and part of our part of our other project we'll talk about later motor x we will both be using motor x premix in our bike so stoked to have motor x involved with the podcast and our records of checker series that we'll be talking about later but what's your favorite product for motor x i know what mine is Man, I'm always about the aesthetic, the aesthetics of the bike, making sure it always looks mick, like smick. So it'd have to be Moto Protect. Moto Protect. Making sure that all the plastics are looking nice, all shiny. Yeah, you're pretty clean cut. All yeah. All show, no go. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I love Quick Clean. The Quick Clean. I like it because I can shine it up, and if I hit it on my rotors, it doesn't affect my rotors. And obviously, Power Clean yep. for like, but you know. It's like your your all-purpose, you know, abrasive cleaner. Yep. But, yeah, I've been using MotorX products for a long time. <clears throat> you know, I used them from 2004 to 2019, sorry, when I left KTM. Mm. So I have a long history with MotorX. Stoked to be using, having them support this podcast and um, the Wreckers the Checkers series here. So, yeah, I'll be using MotorX products. Premix, 2T, smoking everyone out, and Maxxis Tires, which I'm a big fan of. Um, been involved testing them, using them um, with McGrath. Uh, you know, we talk about one of the legends in Australia, Todd Waters. What yeah. tires does he use? Maxxis, he's helped develop that whole yeah. range. So. And what, what do you feel, Blake, with Maxxis Tires is like one of the things that helps that, that – is it the education piece that you have a tire that can work for per – Per compound, per soil. I mean, do you? There's the soft terrain, the the IH, the 
the um, the range of tires that you can use from Maxxis really complements every terrain we have here. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's also their willingness to work with the riders to try and develop new tires all the time, yeah. um, to work on every type of terrain. Yeah, and, and Factory Husqvarna um, in Australia has run a Maxxis. Dylan Wills, Yep, he's run a Maxxis. Great. If you follow Dylan, he's a great follower. Hell of a road rider. Not yet. Th- he's like my Instagram buddy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've never <laughs> got to talk with him. Um from my recollection and in person, but man, we, we always see him putting in the work grinding. He looks like a really good rider. His kit's always sick. Fox, he's just, he's dialed. Um, but yeah, that's, that's rad. Speaking of, um, motor X, did you hear about Nathan Crawford? Broken femur. No. Yeah. Really? Cool. on club day. No way. Yeah. So this is the first I'm hearing of yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer. Wow. So, and that's you know, after a clean sweep at the Sunny States, yeah. looking strong going into the he's been going riddled into the with injuries and yeah, factory KTM ride. So uh, thoughts and prayers go out to, to Nathan Crawford. Hopefully, he has a speedy recovery. But yeah, as you can tell, man, there's lots of racing going on in Australia. But um, before we get into more of that, let's talk a little about the global stuff that's happening. Supercross, dude, Jet Lawrence East Coast MX Store athlete. Mm. dominating he's had a few little hiccups here and there the thing with a forkner racing incident but last weekend we talked about it earlier what a smart race he rode huh yeah like i think i came in on monday and we i just straight away i was like <laughs> man for someone to just i i think he almost just took a bit of a breather and regrouped saw what mcadoo was doing and then just went out and goes okay cool i'll hit those lines perfectly and Rode a really nice race all the way to the end. Yeah, I, I, I echo what you said, my man. He he got out there, got a great start. Well, let's back it up the heat race. Oh, like, dude, he gets hit by Munoz, right? Yep. Munoz or whatever. Pint hits him. He jacks, dude. That's like an ACL tearing, like how he lands on that leg. But he rolls out of it like a Jet Lawrence does, like a cat. Yeah. Dead last, essentially, 18th or something. Mm-hmm. Wins the heat race. What? Yeah. I mean, he's incredible, right? And then in the main, like you said, great start again, getting himself up there. Sets tempo. Tempo is a little slower than what McAdoo wants. McAdoo yeah. had more pace. I know we we saw that Jet had the pace. Yeah. But he just was like, oh, track sketchy. Don't crash. Well, well as they call them, whackers, McAdoo's willing to send it to crash. Don't blame the dude. He wants to win. Yeah. He just sends it into the whoops because he's good in the whoops. A little sketchy, but, dude, he is fast. Blows by Jet. Right? Does Jet make the mistake and he passes him? I forget. Anyways, he passes Jet. But Jet's jumping through the whoops. Hasn't done it all night. You can tell he's like, oh, be careful, be careful, and McAdoo's closing. Hmm. Here's where it gets a veteran move. McAdoo passes him. Jet comes back through and goes, oh, like you said, I'm getting smoked in the whoops. Let me start blitzing him again. And you, most riders can't revert back to something. He was obviously not, I would say scared, but cognizant of the, that what that was doing. Yeah. yeah. Right? You're a racer. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I know that. And even the championship could have been in mind. He's got the red plate on. He's been trying to be consistent, not make any mistakes. So he starts the jumping through. But yeah, he saw that McAdoo was making time there and changed it up real quick. Yeah. He, he, he start, changes it. Watches him. Then, like you said, he there's that triple out of the turn that he decked. Yeah, a couple of times. It's a couple of times. And whether it was gears 
his gear ratio, whatever wasn't working because McAdoo was doing it easier. Mm. So then, like, what did you say? What did he start doing after that? He was going. He just doubled and tripled, tripled on. onto the tabletop and yeah. then off. And got to give it to the kid, man. He's he's just seasoned beyond his years with thing, with racecraft. I mean, the Forkner incident, racing incident, man, that's a shit thing. I loved us in Forkner. He was getting momentum. But you're seeing Jet, you know, just really just ticking off this momentum like a fast-moving train. Yeah. Uh, McAdoo, his style to me is looking very crunched right now. He's looking tight. He's going fast. Like he needs to open up his cockpit. Looks like his bars need to move forward or a taller bend. He's not a little dude, but Nick Ways' his coach, super good. Yeah. Like, I think everyone knows. How's that? Super good. He is an epic, epic trainer. Um, great human. I just trip out on the fact that he's looking crouched. He's looking cramped. When mm. You look at Jet, he's opened up. He's, he can breathe. He's above. Cameron's really tight. Elbows are down. Um, he's still hauling ass, but I can tell in the mid, he's getting really he's getting smoked mid turn, and I think he can't get his body over because his position. But that's just me being bench racer, looking at feedback and stuff. So then you have 450 class action. It's been action packed lately. Um, Anderson's had so much pace, but this the the narrative is Tomac's dominance. Yeah. Since he's been on that Star Yamaha, he's, they've got the program dialed there. And unfortunately, we've seen a couple of the 250 guys leave the series because of injury early uh, or in during practice, but he's holding it down for the 450 squad. Dude, he is mind-blowing. Shout-out to Rick Gilmore, chassis suspension guy, KYB, for, uh, another Australian. He's fucking Aussies I'm surrounded by. They're just killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Gilmore is amazing. He did my Yamaha 450 suspension. I got to test some of the stuff and obviously their communication with Eli and him is, is bar none, the best in the industry. So yeah, man, Eli's on a tear. Anderson's trying, but the turmoil that Anderson, Malcolm, Barsha, the, the turmoil, the hunger games behind Tomac yeah. is, is, is next level. Like, my biggest shock for the series, I know he's had the pace, but it's definitely been Malcolm Stewart, man. He's been so good this year, doing a lot of things right. Um, hungry, he seems fit. Um, really impressed with him. Anderson, I'm not surprised. Like he, uh, I'm a big fan, fan of Anderson, but it, it's it's this series is employing. Like I'm, um, it's people are dropping like flies. It's getting that time of year. But one guy, like, and I don't know if you. You fought, you know, you're a cool kid. I'm an old guy. <laughs> Justin Bogle, man. I am so pumped he's weathering the storm and he's getting healthy. Besides yeah. um, Brayton's bike backhand, backhanding him. Yeah, that was just unfortunate. <laughs> wrong place, wrong time. Like, um, Man, what do you think of Bogle? Like, what is your take from... Well, I think after a bit of a rocky start, like I think that I think he shocked everyone with a whole shot and <laughs> leading yeah and it was leading the main yep um there was a lot of good memes and everything yeah, yeah. Uh, going around on that one but um no nah, he's definitely holding it down i think he's regrouped and he knows that he has to maybe slow it down slightly to then get those consistent get, build results build that base back up right yep. and stoke for hep suzuki behind him it's been a um really really cool journey watching him rebuilding his career, he's, the transparency he has with who he is, um, you know, 
it's it's cool. I, I'm a big fan. Um, he's dealt with you know losing Ryan, a friend of mine, Ryan Fedora, who was his trainer. Yeah. So he's just got to. It takes time, you know. Um, we lost Ferrandis. We came close to losing Cooper and Chase. Those got Cooper. I he's had a rough go. They started getting figuring the bike out. He had that brain fart, but kind of wrapping up AMA Supercross. Tomac's the guy. Jet Lawrence is the guy, and Christian's the guy. There's a dominance. It's kind of a three-horse race in each class. Definitely. Three, One-horse race in each class. Yeah, yeah. And these guys are these guys are showing that, you know, the cream rises to the top, and, and uh, yeah, it's looking pretty dominant for for uh, Tomac, Jet, and Christian. With, like, below them, the, the field's been obliterated with injuries. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's part of racing, man. you got to be in it to win it. That's it. And it's fair to say the best guys are still in it. Yeah, I feel I feel like it. And I think it's giving a good oppor- opportunity for the privateers as well that are coming up to get into those main events and get some experience. Not saying that it would be unreal to have everyone racing all the time, but it's our sport. It's what happens. We're on two wheels. We go down. It's just, yeah. Dude, great, great point. Um, Hunter Yoder made his first main. Yeah. You raced Hunter for years, right? Yeah. Oh, he, he was a little behind you? He was a little little younger than me, but grew up with him, knew, yeah. knew him well. Yeah, um, yeah. My nah. brother's a mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, so that's cool. My brother, Scott, um, congrats to him and Hunter for getting in, in their first main. My brother was a part of my career for my first main event, so that's cool that he can be a part of that. Look for Hunter to improve and get some confidence. Um, there's a lot of riders like that that are, you know, the Carnals. Um, man, there's just really cool stories, like you said. That unfortunate, the some of the fastest aren't racing, but the best are still in it because you yeah. got to be there to be. Yeah, in it. got to so, be in it to win it. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, injuries are not the guys. Yeah, the depth might be gone, but the guys that can make it in a week out. I'm gonna touch on something real quick before we ride off Supercross. A Ray and Devin Raper. I've tweeted A Ray's a clown. I think it's stupid that he's cheap shotting guys. A Ray. He has me blocked on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> after he took me out at uh, Glen Helen a couple of years ago on accident, but he crashed into me and took me out. I just hope he finds his place, man. Like, yeah. he's a really good guy. Mm. He has his brand sketchy, but he's insecure with who his alter ego is, in my opinion. Are you selling sketchy? Then own it. When people call you sketchy, you get offended. Yeah. It, be like Tyler Evans and own the bad guy. Or be like Bam Bam, own the, but you can't be everyone's best friend and the sketchy sketchy guy that crashes into people. Now you're the sketchy guy. You're the really nice guy that's sketchy that throws elbows as cheap shots. Yeah. I know Dom Adev doesn't. he's my good friend, mentor, does a lot for A-Ray, as a lot of people do because he's a good human. But if A-Ray listens to this, which he probably doesn't, but dude, stay focused, change the narrative. I respect your hard work. I respect your passion. But, man, you got to pick a lane. Yeah. Pick a lane. Thoughts, Blake? I've always been one to stay to my own and let the riding on the track show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe in that kind of stuff. But, look, I guess we're a bunch of guys out on the track, usually. Um, and I know even the girls get into it sometimes, but... We get hot-headed and it happens, but I I don't believe in it so much. I'm more so, you're in front of kids and that. Like, yep. I think stay in your lane, regroup, like I've said, many people, sometimes you just have to take a deep breath and then 
Yeah, keep man. going. It, it's um, that's what I think too. Is let, let your actions speak for yourself. Like let your actions speak for yourself. You know, and and you don't have to use words or uppercuts or elbows under a helmet. Um, the AMA isn't doing things right with exploiting it as you know, the, the marketing side of AMAs, which has failed exploiting the incident, but then finding them or, and finding them and decuing them. But there has to be actions for fighting on the track. And I think the, the AMA did the right thing. We can't yeah. be fighting on the track because that's just not right. But my thing with A-Ray and man, I can't believe I'm going off on a tangent about it, but he is lost, man. In my opinion, he's lost. He's searching in the frustration of like, God, he made his first main of the year first. And the following weekend, he's got some momentum. I picked him for my fantasy. I'm like, dude, he qualified like 12th. Yeah, wow. Like ripping. Yeah. And I'm like, and then he get, he let his emotion overcome his riding. So anyways, I called him a clown on Twitter. I stand by that move. That was a clown move. But I respect him. So, A-Ray, keep being sketchy or change the narrative, but own something and move forward. So, anyways, on to uh, MotoGP, uh, MXGPs. You've been watching that at all? I I try to. I'm not. I'm trying. Yeah. yeah I'm it's trying, hard. It's I'm hard trying to get into it. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Vial's made some spectacular. Uh, Goodness me. He's trying to do <laughs> acrobatics out there. Yeah, and it's going to be a good series, man. Like, I think everyone should tune in. We won't dive into MXGP a whole lot because, let, let me just, I'll be honest too, man. I, I don't have a lot of, see highlights. I'm seeing cool things, but the guys are there. They're doing, we're missing, the guys are there that are there. <laughs> we're missing Hurlings and we're missing Fevre. Yep. And those are the two, one and two in the Nationals, but the lights class is a pretty, you know, Tom Vial should be running away with this thing, but round, uh, was it round two, one, two he had at Mantova, he had a huge get off, mm-hmm. and he had another one this weekend, but in practice that he stepped through and got away with murder, but he ended up winning the overall. So yeah. look for Tom Vial to start ripping things off in the MX2 class. And um, Maximum Renault, I'm, I'm really impressed with. He, on the Yamaha rookie season, he's stepped up. Yep. Prado's ripping. Geyser, like the the household names are still doing really, really, really well. Um, yeah, man. Um, now, just touching on that though, just thinking out of the box here. Yep. Do you think Jeffrey Hurling's being missed most of this season with injury? Do you think he'll make a return to the AMA motocross? Oh. Maybe take on Tomac? Dude, I, I actually didn't even think of that. I don't think he would. Based off like le- history, yeah. But T- Cooper's not having a stellar year. Marvin's mm. out. Plessinger's out. Yeah. Did you hear this somewhere? No, but I was just I've been watching and Marvin's Supercross only. Yep. And so, AP's outdoors and well, full season. Yeah. And he's hurt and he ain't gonna come back like to no. Win. Yeah. Like, so there's a spot available on KTM. I wouldn't say there's a spot. There's an opportunity. Oh, an opportunity. That's a better way to put it. Yes. Or does Cooper go, fuck, I ain't winning the series and start going full yard ham outdoors now, prepping the bike. The bike was the issue. The trainer was the issue. Not saying it wasn't. Mm. But Cooper's going to have to show some – I just don't think he has Tomac speed. I mean, dude, you got me fired up. If Hurlings – yeah, like as a global company, they could make that happen. Yeah. Like 
that's the that's the team that could make it happen. Oh, it's happened before. He came over for the last round at Indianapolis. But he has to come over now, man. I think. Yeah, true. To get climatized, yep. used to it all. I don't. Okay, I'm gonna put it this way. I don't see it happening, but it's something that we should watch. Definitely. And I hope it happens. Mm. But I just. Yeah, that he's got till he's got two months. Yeah. May. Two like two and a half months. Yeah, solid amount of time to make it happen. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know where he's at with. Um, maybe you get February over here too on the on the Cowie. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, that'd be so cool. That's what we need, right? And that's what Adam Bailey's trying to do with World Supercross. Yeah, and that's big. I think everyone's waiting for updates that are slowly yep. trickling through. Yeah, that, I think we'll. Um, oh, I'm a, we might go get a beer with Adam this week, and or yeah, next week and talk about that so yeah like i think check out the pulp if anyone's listening check out pulp mx's interview with uh world supercrosses um adam bailey and ryan sanderson it was a great interview steve mathis did a great job talking about what their plans are i can't replicate that i don't have steve mathis's knowledge mm-hmm. and, and 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 polished interviewing skills to get out of adam get out of adam what he said so kudos to mathis and adam and ryan sanderson his partner to be so transparent with that. So it's a great listen. I recommend if you want to know more about World Supercross, go get that interview on Pulp MX or Steve Mathis's interview with uh, uh, Adam Bailey and Ryan Sanderson. So, yeah, man, last weekend, AORC, it's our, essentially our uh, um, GNCC of Australian Off-Road, correct? Yes. Yeah. And, dude, um, tell, tell me about it. What did you hear? What's happening? Well, to start off with, the track like <laughs> what they what they dealt with over the weekend was nuts with all our flooding yeah so with with all the weather that we've had it's just the bog holes like the silt that had run into the valleys was next level and a lot of guys um even todd waters put a lot of posts up on his instagram uh at, like on track walk showing how boggy it was and he's just like these guys are nuts like he's full moto supercross yeah. like he's He's been everywhere. If you don't know Todd Waters, he's essentially the Australian version of Ryan Sipes, but more active. Like yeah, not doing. He's doing the full. Sorry to interrupt you. No, the that's full fine. outdoor series. Yep. The full AORC and select other races. He pretty much races every weekend. Yep. He is a machine, and to see like what they were going through, he's just like these guys are nuts. Like, um, but he ended up after a penalty P two. P two. And, yeah, and and uh, who in uh, the premier class? And but didn't Chiron Bacon win outright on a light bike? Yes. And so then Bella, yeah, that's incredible, right? Both days too. <laughs> so he just he showed up and he showed everyone what he's been doing in the off season. Yeah, I've seen that. I follow him on Instagram. He's been shredding. Yeah. And uh, that's one of uh, the Ballard's MX Store athletes previous. Now he's moved on to Yamaha factory racing, correct? Yeah. So, so shop Yamaha. Yep, yep. That's really cool. And uh, the uh, Ballard's Yamaha rider, uh, JGR Jess Gardner, she won women. Yep. That's cool. So you look after her. Yep. So she took out the women's. And then Jeremy Carpenter was on the box as well, which is on the same team. That's um, cool. And then Danielle McDonald, uh, young junior um, girls rider. Yep. Um, she took out the win as well in junior girls. That's so, rad. Uh, all really, the, all on the Yamaha Ballards team. All on that JGR uh, Ballards team with that's, Jess Gardner. So really good weekend for them. Dude, that's really cool. I mean, the Ballards foot pegs is no doubt my favorite product. Um, I'm building out a um, 
Ballard Suzuki. Yeah. 125. That thing is going to be pretty rad. I've stalled out on it a little bit. Been busy. I need to get back to it. But, um, yeah, that Ballard's is, you know, one of our in-house brands here. MX Store, an absolute rad brand by a great human, Jeff Ballard himself. He's like, I think the owns the most championships at ISDE ever. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just oh. the, he's an old dog with a lot of tricks. So it's it's really cool to see what Ballard's is becoming a legacy brand. Now it's it's um, it's cool. And then unfortunately, one of our team members, Nigel Heap, massive crash into a tree. Yeah. Yeah. He looks ba- <laughs> He's banged up, hurt wrist, sore knee, sore head. But, dude, it's um, – ARC looks legit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we're going to – a few of us in-house here are going to take on um, Transmodo. Transmodo. So we're going to have a go at that discipline. AORC on the weekend, though. Next Holy, level. yeah. Um, Tom McCormack had a tough weekend. Um, he's one of our riders yep. here for MX Store and Ballards. Um, he had a tough weekend, but he's looking really, really good. Um, motivated. He sounded motivated from what I heard. Yeah. Oh, he First thing Monday, he was like, tough weekend but i'm into it like he knows that he can be up there um that's cool full privateer yeah um he's got support by fox um yep. and then us and but no no manufacturer support no manufacturer support so he's doing it all on his own and he's doing it well um hey still a great result from him um nothing to shy by but yeah he's he's looking forward to the next next weekend coming up with uh aorcs and a couple of four days that he's going to be doing that's rad, man. I look forward to learning more following AORC as MX Store is a title retailer of that series. So I'll have to get to one. Um, this is coming up on like a year of me here at MX Store, and that year is the same weekend as Montaggy, which is this weekend. It yep. doesn't fall on the same exact calendar year date, but it's round one of the um, OzPro MX Outdoor National Series. Down center one thaggy, which is a pretty sandy track, very tough. I got to race it last year, and wow, what a what a dynamic track! Um, really impressive, honestly. It was a really cool track, but it's going to be a great series. I'm stoked. I'm more educated on who the guys are. Yeah. And I'll tell you that there's one guy that you'll know who I'm I'm hoping does well in the MX1 class, Aaron Tanty. Yeah. Big fan of Aaron. I get the road bike with him a lot, but this this class is deep, dude. Kyle Webster. Yep. Tanty, Clout, Moss is now a year in. Yeah. Right? And he was, he's been riding solid. He's, yep. he's really good starts. He's kind of getting his form, the veteran Matt Moss. Like, yep. he, uh, last year, you know, the idea of it was sounded good, mm-hmm. I think. And it thought he could get back to it. Yep. He struggled hard. Every moto was on the ground. But he's got his legs back under him, I think. Yep. Um, So, there's another one that's trying to find his legs, Dean Ferris. Yeah. Let's hope he can get the. He's, I know he's not that confident on the Honda, um, but let's hope that triple one can get going. But I'm gonna call it out. I think I'm gonna go. Well, I really want Tanny to win, but I think Webster's gonna get it. He was so fast there last year. His rookie year on that that uh, you, you know factory Honda of Australia, Yuriv Konsky's team. Yep. I don't know their title sponsor. Um, he's rock and fly. But, uh, yeah, Kyle Webster is fast in the sand. He's, he won there last year in the lights bike. So I'm going to go with Webster, Tanty, Clout is my top three. Right. CDR 2-3? I think so. Yeah. Uh, oh, Gibbsy's, Gibbsy's back on the KTM. But he's such a silent assassin. I just don't know. 
Yeah. Well, and he's, Waters is racing too. Waters is oh, racing man, too. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's deep. There's seven legit dudes. And they've all been training Coolum hard. Yeah. Like, you know, um, Kirk Gibbs is local to uh, Sunshine State. Yeah, Coolum so is similar to Wonthaggy, man. Very similar. But Webster, local track, Wonthaggy. He knows the lines. He knows how to do it. He's yeah. done it before. Okay. So. Who do you got? Look, I'm going to have to say, after watching like Harvey Bay, Sunny States, and how everyone was riding, I might go Webster for the win. I'll go Todd second, and then Aaron third. Okay. Okay. That I want to see Aaron on the box. Yeah. Like, if he gets the win, unreal. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. the same. I want to see Aaron on the box. I think he needs to get two motos back-to-back this, with this pressure. Yeah. Last year, he came in on the gas gas. Um like hurt he didn't race the first two rounds and then we had covid break so he got injected back in no actually yeah we had a break then canberra came up and he raced that and he just never was on top of things but he's had a good good essential off season almost a year yeah of no major injuries so like i said i'm a personal fan of tanny i like the dude um and i hope the best for him but there's some epic talent mx2 class like I said, unfortunately, I think one of the favorites, um, Nathan Crawford, he's got a, a alleged br- broken femur from a, a, a just a local race up in Coulomb prepping, which I think was rad. It sucks that he got hurt at a week before, but I love where the Aussies are racing local races again to prep. They're not yeah. just hiding out, so it's so good to see. But um, who do you got for lights class, dude? Man, lights is pretty stacked. Like We've been watching some local races. Some guys from down south have been coming up to make sure that they're getting the gate drops and they're yep. getting they're getting the races in to try and get that intensity up, and there's a almost a different winner every race. Okay. Um, with the Pro MX though, you don't have the like like you don't have the likeness of Todd Waters on a 252 stroke at the front. I think he's going to focus on that 450 class, and make, try and get another championship in that class. Um, but there's a couple of guys on the two strokes like you've got Dry Walker. He's privateer uh super fast though um off the start and during the race um you've got the circo boys jesse dobson bailey malkowitz bailey's fresh out of europe uh riding very fast same with wilson todd wilson todd's back wilson todd's on the factory honda team um yeah like just to list them all is crazy but it's Uh, stacked dylan wills yeah dylan wills factory husqvarna yeah so it's cool. I think that as we're we're talking about it, man, Australian Moto is in a good place. Like it is sick. Like this I year think is big. It's gonna be a big year for us here, and then it's gonna roll into Supercross. And but um, yeah, it's 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 good, man. I I, I think um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Wilson Todd's gonna take it. Yeah. I think, um, you know, I think Will's might be second, and maybe a Dobson P3. I think Dobson's a he's if that that shiny necklace might weigh him down though. <laughs> <laughs> but the circo circo bikes look dope. They look yeah. good. Gavin props to Gavin his crew there. I know it's a small crew with big big dreams. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um man, there's it's so much racing going on. It's so good to talk about so much racing. Um one thing I do want to make a big point of on this podcast is talking about our Wreckers the Checkers season coming up, man. We've got some amazing sponsors. Muckoff, Motorex. Um, Muckoff is came on board as the title cleaner of that, and there's these bikes need some cleaning, bro. Oh, yeah. They need that product. <laughs> Mine is pretty screwed. The Yamaha, I'm not going to talk about it, but, yeah, we got two bikes. 
I almost spilled the beans, but yeah, two, don't want to spoil two bikes. It. Um, it, we start filming tomorrow, but yeah, Muckoff came to the party to support the series, and man, I've been using the product now, and it's a great cleaner, great brand. You know, supporting guys like Justin Brayton, you know, world class mountain bike racers. Yep. The brand came from mountain bike into moto, so thanks to Muckoff for supporting that series and also this podcast, man. Uh, Muckoff has some amazing cleaner. Um, we stock it here at Mech Store, so they've, they've kind of got it all when it comes to cleaning your shit. Yeah. It, you know, it's muck off and get it off and get the <laughs> stuff done. So, yeah, Records of Checkers, we start filming tomorrow. Uh, first, they're out shooting some photo, static photos of the bikes today at a secret location. Yeah. And we got our hands full, man. Um, we got a new format this year. Blake's hasn't made the cut to be on the show yet. Maybe his, his handsome face will make an appearance, but <laughs> lots to come with Records of Checkers um, and other things from MX Store. It's just been a a really, really um, action-packed year, a year now here at this at this building. Um, but, man, it's it's been rad. Um, so, yeah, well, that's kind of a recap of a lot of things moto, you know, little this, little that. So, Blake, tell us uh, – you excited to start riding again, dude? You got clearance? Man, I am itching. Um, it's been a solid like seven I weeks. That was from the Dirty Girls the other night. <laughs> yeah, like solid seven weeks off the bike. And as any moto guy would know, being off two wheels, even for a week or two weeks, gets to you. So, yeah. Um, no, I got the clearance um, back on the bike Thursday and looking forward to uh, giving it to you on the weekend, dude, Saturday. Man, you're not giving me the crabs. That's why you're all itchy. I hope not. But. <laughs> Honestly, um, I just want to get out of there healthy. I, you know, Luke, my my tuck the front brother-in-law, tuck the front in front of Corey out to getting some photos and film for the weekend and hurt his knee. He's in the States right now with little MX Lord Grom, uh, Huxley Nolan, trying to get him qualified up for Loretta's. Yep. That's exciting for that family. Shout out to Hux. Good luck over there. Get through those qualifiers and don't get starstruck by, um, you know, all those, those uh, Southern Bells in North Carolina. I know he's only like six, but still yeah. could happen um yeah that's rad dude I, I i've been pretty stoked like i got to race conondale um callous up my hands a little bit taking mason riding each wednesday kind of getting him in a routine i have bmx track tomorrow night or tonight with him for training but dude honestly blake i'm smoked man that's no, full, no i'm, I'm full smoked. Dad I'm, I'm seriously like i've never been and like i love being active but i told the miss i told sarah last night like i've never been so zapped with like healthy energy i've been like mentally strapped with and taxed because of someone's st- person stressing me out or like a you know training for something or just 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 a thing but i have so much healthy things great things happening yeah but i'm tax this weekend i was at oceana downhill championship supporting all the intense athletes as one of the global ambassadors and we had our tent there hanging out supporting them bryce sterling from you know mx store one of our guys akira mata shout out to uh roy whitelaw who won the masters class um dude what an epic event come into that washing stuff quick shades putting in the storage monday morning at six getting to this place there's just so much going on that like I need to get back going again. And like today, getting on my sniper new bike, like I said, jokingly opening up the podcast is shiny things getting me going. Yeah, It gets me going. 
I, I need accountability. We have some amazing humans here that ride that keep me accountable, but I need to work on my balance of all I'm doing because, like I said, tonight, BMX for Noah and Mason at Narang for, for just coaching purposes. And tomorrow, yeah. we have, we shoot records, workload, and I, I try to stick to Pimpama, take yeah. Mason riding. Um, trying to get that for all those guys and gals listening that have a family or trying to balance it. Life's hard. Yeah. It's hard. You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. I'm I'm working on that balance, right? And and trying to get my me time and trying to get my family time and trying to give enough to my kids and you know, now at forty one I will divert my time to the kids and my wife and try to pick up those pieces so the earlier mornings on the bike, the earlier, you know, maybe not riding moto. I've had my time, but, dude, it makes me feel so much better getting out of that rut and training, getting that hour and a half, two hours in. And, um, yeah, just just wanted to give anyone, that like, full transparency. It's not easy. I'm not shitting roses and freaking, you know, berries <laughs> over here. It's hard having that balance, like, you know, I, this podcast, I'm like trying to do it each week and now I'm going to make sure it happens because it's important to me. I like telling my story. I like giving feedback. I like having rad guys on here like Blake, but it comes with a cost. It, you can probably hear my voice. I'm a little worn out, I'm a little tired, but you know, it, it, that's the cost of cool shit. Yeah. I'm not whinging about my poor life. I'm just saying like time management's important. Family comes first then work, then hobbies. Um, so for those of you that are struggling with your me time, get it, get your me time, but just budget your, but you know, give your some ta- yourself, make your, make time for yourself early morning, late night, late nights. There is time. Don't sit on the couch and stuff, shove, uh, you know, pizza in your face. <laughs> if you don't, unless, yeah. unless you put the two hours of work in. So yeah. anything you want to add Blake, your first time on the podcast, definitely not the last Man, I was pretty nervous coming on to this, honestly. But, um, no, nah, it's been really, really good. Uh, I took 46 minutes of your life, dude. How's that feel? Uh, that's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you all day, every day. Anyways. <laughs> we got to go out and wash the shed. Yeah, we got some stuff <laughs> to get sorted. We got shooting happening here the next few days and coming weeks. So, need to get everything dialed in and make sure that it's looking good to be on camera. Yeah, bro. Well, once again, thanks to all of those that support us at the My Two Alive podcast powered by MXOR. Of course, MXOR, the home of this podcast and the largest range of parts and accessories in Australia. We made our 2 p.m. promise. Amazing customer service. And, of course, the latest and greatest. So thanks to MXOR, Muckoff, Motorex, Maxxis Tires, Rhino Power, and, of course, Intense Cycles. Big part of my program, personally. I love riding my mountain bikes. Mason just got a new one. For yep. his birthday, because every every eleven year old needs a carbon fiber bicycle. <laughs> so until then, folks, like David Goggin says, stay hard or go soft, just like Andrew Reardon. Cheers. Yeah.